Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To it's reality let's love hello everyone uh welcome to reality gaze uh that you know my voice this is poodle this is part two of before the 90 days season five episode six burns and allen <laughs> i mean burns and betrayal Boy, only people over 60 would have gotten that joke. Um, <laughs> and this is Kyle. I mean, I'm, lo- I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I am a 78-year-old gay man. Um, Gra- Gracie Allen and George Burns, uh, the duo. <laughs> Again, this Maddie would have gone radio silent too. Never mind. I'm, I'm only playing to, uh, to retirement homes at this point. <laughs> um, but the, Kyle, Kyle from Nine Day Cray Cray is here. Say hello, Kyle. Hello, and thank you for having me again. I'm very, very happy to have you. Uh, Kyle's filling in for Maddie because Maddie, we uh, kind of just last couple days, uh, his father's been moved to palliative care, and Maddie and his brother and his whole family are dealing with that. So we're going to have be having this whole week. You'll get a lot of me, which I know some of you have asked for that. Most of you haven't. Um, but, uh, so I'm going to be having guests and Kyle is my first guest, uh, of this. Ooh, you're, you're my first. Doesn't it feel like the first time? (laughs) I feel the, I feel the heating and cooling energy washing (laughs) over me. (laughs) Heating, cool energy, cooling energy. What, what's the job with heating and cooling things that happen? (laughs) Oh, I, I can't read this. My favorite moment of this of this episode. I can't read this. She makes me she makes me crazier than any 
person this season. <laughs> There's something about her and her, as I called it, colonial dictating. <laughs> <laughs> she just, she flew in. She's there for two weeks. She's like, I got my dick. We're going to get married and I'm going to make it my dick for life. And I'm going to fly back to she's the flying, U.S. Uh, she's flying in to get the oil. And then she's <laughs> Take out. Take the oil. Should have taken the oil. Um, the th- but- I, I, she drives me nuts too because there's so much there. She, she's overcome so much. To, I know to expect so little. That's the you know what that is a great way to say it. I you have more empathy than I. I, I have an empathy for her <laughs> childhood. I'm like you have more empathy for her than I do, but it's every time I start wanting to empathize. I want to say, no, go to therapy. Don't go online. Don't yeah. do this. It's a thing that we would say to Ben, go to therapy. Don't go every, online. Every time that I empathize with her, I'm reminded that she wants to get engaged to someone that's never spoken to her children. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's, then I'm like, oh, yeah, you're just, ugh. Well, and... And as we as we would sing, maybe it was Memphis, maybe it was on a summer night, maybe it was childhood trauma. <laughs> that's that's it, 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 after a while. That's just it. It is seeming like she goes. She just shows up at their house, and she's like, "Hey guys, I'm here. This is the way things are gonna be. I'm gonna sleep in here and." I know Hamza says he needs to sleep on the couch, but Hamza, I'm going to tell you, if we don't like have some sexy time with my bobies, uh, you ain't getting this. So he leaves her and people are like saying, oh, well, Hamza was the one who snuck in there. She made it very clear what needed to happen for them to get married. You will so, never, ever taste the sweet air of freedom mm-mm. ever unless you insert. Tonight. <laughs> I don't care what Mamza says. That's our name for Hamza's mother, Mamza. by the way. Mamza. <laughs> that was not coined by me, but I screamed when a, a oh, listener sent it to us. I've never and heard we're that. calling That's her. Amazing. You you could use it too. I promise you. We didn't That's come great. up with it. Mamza. Okay. That's fair. Um, she she's got her shaming ways, but I must say, I've I have a I've taken a liking to, to Mamza. Um she, uh, should we call, we also call her Tunisian Juliette Binoche <laughs> or, or as I said, or as Maddie said, you know, the woman who's in those sad French movies. And I said, Juliette Binoche. And that's, that's our lingo after a while. Uh, it's the saddest game of pyramid ever that we play. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, the person who's in that movie. And I'm like, uh, uh, Meg Ryan. He's like, no, the other one, uh, 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 Julia Roberts. No. You know, the, the one little, with the one with the shirt. <laughs> Kyle, that's kind of what it's like. It is. <laughs> I'm, I'm always right on the edge. <laughs> Just going. Ah! Um, so y'all, let's while while we mentioned her, uh, as I've said before, Kyle, Kyle is my co-host this this episode Kyle from Craig Craig. Kyle and Kim uh, host the fabulous podcast 90 Day Craig Craig, kind of doing similar things and recapping uh, uh, recapping the episodes like we do. 
they, as I said, they were, they were, they were pioneers. It's like they, they were, uh, they, they were the, they was, they were Columbus, uh, we were sailing the, uncharted waters. We were one of the first people bored enough to make a podcast about this show. <laughs> and like Columbus, they caused a lot of disaster after after making a lot of podcasting about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I got a problem. I got a problem. <laughs> I have to poop. <laughs> okay, the I, I'm gonna. I need to say this. And I may offend some people. The barbarity of pooping in a public restroom will always <laughs> appall me. I, I, during I, I Corona, during Corona, I get I, it. I I, I I just won't do it. I I it is when I have to. I understand there are times, but I plan lots of aspects of my life so I don't have to sure. do that. Sure. Yeah. And are you are you are you uh is your body on a schedule? Yes, and I'm very yep, thankful see, for that. See, mine is not. Ugh. My mine is whenever the whim of fancy strikes my intestinal tract, and it's just so it's just like poopa palooza. Doesn't matter if it's like nope. macaroni grill. <laughs> nope, could be two in the morning. Could be eight a.m. after a big coffee. Could be three o'clock. Could be right now. And and. And what if you were at just a like just answer a quick survey about pooping? Yeah. Would do you poop uh, like at a level? Let's say, and this is I'll ask you a couple of questions. The 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 most common one is, uh, let's say you're you're sharing a hotel room with someone you don't know that well. Do you poop in the hotel room? Would uh, corollary would never happen because I'm almost you don't 40. you're. <laughs> You're like I don't have roommates. Yeah, that's not a thing but, anymore. But right. uh, yes, back yes. in time, yeah, I would shit in the yeah in a hotel <laughs> room. I mean, that's essentially my hotel it's a room. Straight guy thing. Oh, I would go down to the the um, I would go down to the lobby, mm. uh, which is again that's breaking my rep, breaking my rule. But for some reason, hotel lobby restrooms aren't as bad as. Other public restrooms. The the horror. It's not as bad as the horror of someone that you know entering directly after you to brush their teeth. <gasps> oh, don't even say it. What about Starbucks bathroom? There was a time. There was about an eight year <laughs> period where I basically worked out of a Starbucks. Got it. And so you had I to. Think I I shat in a Starbucks four times a week easily. Wow. I think this is. I think this. I think this is going to divide people. <laughs> I, essentially, what I'm saying is, is I am patient zero. You're, you're a barbarian States. is what I'm yeah. saying. Right. And I, I just maybe maybe I'm just this Victorian prim who's like, no, I will not do that. Uh, but <laughs> I can probably tell you the number of times I have like taken a dump in a now air, airline bathrooms or airplane, not airplane bathrooms. That's a whole that's like the end of the road <laughs> that I, I i can't say that i've done that my body will wholesale reject uh expelling anything on a plane no we're at defcon five yeah. right <laughs> i've had yeah. food poisoning once where i've had to do that and i don't want to talk about it but oh. uh i think but but like i think i might go in a, in a nice restaurant's bathroom 
But for me, it's also, it's a privacy thing. And like, I think I've said on my podcast, I'd rather people not know that I pooped. I'd rather it just like, I just like take happened. a crap and it just comes up like a ding, like a sugar cube. <laughs> yeah. Two, like, two, day, two days ago, I shit in my best friend's bathroom at his home. See, th- th- that's amazing. Uh, yeah. I had a I had a, a a guy who was doing work here in the in the in the uh, just in the apartment. Just a contractor. Um, uh, he's got a mask, wearing a mask on, of course, but literally destroyed my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and I I could not I put I lit candles. I could not get the smell out of of that for like so hours. I, I we have a big problem in our house because my wife is an architect and an interior designer and so she buys fancy shit when we're like remodeling. So we'll do like mm-hmm. one room. We'll do like one room a year. It's a very slow process. We recently created a little powder room for people right. to to go piss. And mm-hmm. that's great. But the problem is, is she bought this fancy thing, which is like an in-wall toilet tank. Oh, it no. all it, it, it all sounds good. It works. It's fine. The problem is that if you don't press it and hold the button, <laughs> then it does not finish. It's only one fucking job. And so oh every time someone comes to our house, every time there's that we got a floater. <gasps> because they don't hold, and I've been tempted to like everybody get out of the pool maker. everybody out of the pool I've been tempted to have a label maker and say hold down I think I would have to do it and maybe make something clever like hold it down or you get the brown <laughs> <laughs> yeah put, put, put some word art from home goods yeah, in there you might yeah. as well yeah that was that now that is sanctioned that that is sanctioned that could go on the poodle home collection uh, okay. that I, that, that is sanctioned word art that I would approve. Um, but yeah, y'all just, okay. We'll get past the whole pooping, uh, thing that this is a debate Why? that I, <laughs> I just, I feel like there are people like me who will not pub, who do, who will do everything they can do to avoid pooping in a public restroom. And, but there, and then there are people like you who are disgusting. Um, uh, <laughs> We but just don't no, care. We just don't you, care about life. But <laughs> you you view the world differently than people like yeah, me do. Societal um, norms are beneath me. <laughs> but but I think a lot of it is people or something is more wrong with people like me. Uh, I think and but for no, people I mean, like I, me, listen, listen, I don't unthinkable. envy. I don't envy your problem. <laughs> your race. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the uppity poopers. I don't know. We're just, uh, y'all come at us. Come at us. Do you poop in, <laughs> this is, I, I guarantee you, this is going to be the highlight of our Facebook group. But Let's have a week. shit thread. <laughs> and, and there, there will be, and, 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 and then it'll be the, the uptight poopers calling us, how dare you? Oh my God. However, I'm like a Victorian schoolmistress over here. My stars. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking over my glasses at you Kyle. Um so but anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's get to this. Memphis. Anyway, me me done now. Me done with pooping. Um and she does do a good job, he says. Good um, job. <laughs> good and, job. 
Uh, my other favorite thing is the next time they sat down and she goes, they put, they sit down an orange thing and obviously it's orange juice. And she's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking orange juice. It's okay. Everything about her is, uh, it gives me shades of Mama Chantel too. There's mm. this xenophobia uh, element of her that she's like, and that's not how we do things. It's not Sunny D, so it's gross. No. Ugh. So she is, now that me done, uh, she's realized, she's like, Hanham's even saying things like, he has this moment, he, these moments of clarity. He's like, honestly, I realized that I don't know anything about her past at all. Wait a minute. <laughs> I just listened to her take a shit, and then she said that she didn't like orange juice, and I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are at all. What are you doing? I am sad. <laughs> Me sad now. Uh, so she, they're talking about it. She's like, I want to know about your childhood, he's, he's saying. And I was like, uh-oh, buckle up. <laughs> and yeah. she she's like, he's like, what about your your mother? And she's like, well... He she had a problem with drugs. Get it? Drugs. And I think she actually tried to show like injecting or something or a pipe or like or or sucking something off her finger. I don't know. I it was. And then they're like, father, she's like, also drugs. Sold them. Locked up. (laughs) Just gone. (laughs) Yep. All till I was 30, really. Don't really have a relationship. And I'm thinking, you're not selling yourself well here, honey. Um, it, so it was so hard to open up, but now I feel so emotionally connected to him. That's something she would say. That's, and I'm sure you you guys have found this out or, or someone's told you. She's a mental health nurse practitioner. I know. That's where she works. I know. <laughs> Fuck. I'm just like, oh. I I, yeah. I I I the level of delusion with this one is so high. I it, it this is the kind of you would she'd need deprogramming. Like you would have to take her apart in like a three week period of, of therapy. It's like a no. Darcy's the worst. I think Darcy's the oh, one who we God, said would need bad. daily therapy for yeah. seven or eight months and then four times weekly. <laughs> That's uh, untangling a ball of cat hair. Just, yes. Just, yes. Yeah. Um, it's all matted and the cat's like eating it and throwing it up again. <laughs> <laughs> that was vivid. Wow. Um, Mike, Mike, the, the cat I live with used to do that. And I'm like, that is, it's the most foulest thing in the world that you would just see the hairball and the cat would kind of like chew on it. It was disgusting. I'd rather um, talk about shitting in public. Than uh, cat hairballs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, y'all, the real controversy happens is when, um, when she's basically telling him, so. The thing about it is, you have to know that if you leave me, she's communicating, if you leave me, you know, me leave me, it's going to really hurt me. (laughs) You're going to emotionally annihilate me if you go anywhere. That's that's a healthy thing to say. I mean, that's not... um... That's not emotional blackmail or anything. Right. It's awful to do that to someone. Nothing problematic Um, about that. 
Maybe that's why he said, I am sad. Yeah, right. And so, y'all, then they're they're kind of, there's, there's a, they do this in 90 Day, and it's something that really bothers me. And I guess they just, the cameramen just like, they got to take shit breaks, I guess. Um, sometimes we just don't get scenes, and then they talk about them afterward. Uh, it's kind of like the selling sunset effect. <laughs> well, yeah, we, the, I mean, the, the, the most egregious example was the Jenny. Um, I'll, st- I'll, I'll still never get over that. I'll yeah. still never get over that. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Calling in the camera crew right after all the good shit happened. <sighs> uh, the other one was, we. St- I still think there's a conspiracy here with, there were no cameras uh, on, or not a lot of car- cameras with Ari and Binyam, where where Ari had said that she, that he was having women over and blah, blah, blah. And the sisters told me, but the cameras had no footage of that. There was a good two month period where there was no footage. And then right? a bunch of shit just happened. And it's like, that, that was, we kept saying, is she making it up? Because the show normally, and we're like, are we going to see this at the tell-all? Are we going to get this? I still say, the other thing is, I still say they have footage of Hookergate. They've got footage no, of Hookergate. No, no, I disagree. I called that from day fucking one. And I, if they had that shit, they would have shown it the second they had it. They're not that clever. Probably, you're probably right. Yeah. They and just I wanted, was, I was, wanted to keep I was it going. Fighting, I was fighting people in our Facebook group for six months. And then the tell-all <laughs> came and went. And then I fucking strutted. through that door to Kim's house to record. I was strutting into that room to record on tell all day. You're like, told you they didn't have it. Told you. Dick swinging. (laughs) Uh, So they are there. There's an in there. So there, they have this off camera thing with uh, Hamza's sister who speaks English better than anybody. So there they can, they can talk a little bit. And it finds out, oh, that's Hamza did this when he was this. That's three years ago. He's 26 now. She's like, 26? He told me he was 28. And then Q, honesty, meltdown, which we find out a lot more about Memphis than Hamza. Uh, so those things like that about age lies, maybe it's just me, but I didn't think this was a big deal. Um, but again, I rarely have told men my real age. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe like 15% of men know when I date them. So maybe, maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe it's a bigger deal than I would thinking, but I guess 26 is different than 28 because I 28. Mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I think that the, the entire concept of being lied to generally was massively triggering for her. That, that that's was my, the thing. My, it wasn't about the age. It was yeah. about the lying. That's, yep. that's my assumption because, uh, yeah, I, and it's it's also one of those things where you you feel embarrassed for yourself because it, it couldn't have been about the age because she assumed that he was as mature as he was. Right. Does that make sense? Like, no, it's totally, he, totally. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. He like you you met and quote fell in love with and have been daily showing your bobies. Um, me sexy to, time. 
no, more sexy time. So I guess that's the relationship for you. So, but I think it, all it was the depth just the- that you require. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes people are just soulmates. You don't need words. You just need bogeys. You know, it's, it's God's plan. When am I going to um, about it? Exactly. So there, the mom's even asking, "What's wrong?" Blah blah blah. And 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 Hams is like, "I don't know what's wrong with her. She's different." She's, She's different. different. She's and I'm like, that's a, it's not like other girls. So, it, and she's and Memphis jumps in with, she's crying. She's like, in my past, I've had some really rough relationships. She's like, really, my whole life. She's like, my whole life's been rough. She, won't, I, she's. I've literally never met a human being that didn't emotionally destroy me. Yeah, I, I think that's, and I think. That's why she's the worst person to be on this show. Absolutely. They could not have chosen. never be no. on TV. That's why we were talking about, we, this This has been a year ago. We we're like, how did so-and-so pass the psyche vow? And someone, someone laughed in, in casting. They're like, you think these people do psyche vows? <laughs> if they do them, they make it, they do them just to make sure they're that nutty. I think, and I think everyone for insurance purposes has to have something that they call a psyche vow, but I think they just say, do you want to kill the president? (laughs) Yeah. And that's the one question and you pass otherwise. Were you at the Capitol riot? No. That's it. Okay. You're in. No. Great. Or or were you at the Capitol riot? I'm not sure. Perfect. That's a great enough answer too. Yeah, but I didn't go in. Okay, great. The group are fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> so they, uh, she, Hamza says, and then she's like, Hamza, come in here. Come to the principal's office. Get in here. I need here. to see you. And, are and you she's fucking like, lying to me? Why? She's like, do you do heating and cooling? Do, do you, you do heating do and cooling? The, you have the energy of cooling? <laughs> are you a fucking airbender or a firebender? <laughs> Uh, that is a nerd take. I'm there for it, though. Thank you. Uh, so she's like, go get your sister. Go get your sister. And uh, and he's basically saying, uh, she said, if he doesn't have a career path, I don't want, I'm, this is over. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to be supporting a man. And I can't, be, so he. I, I figured that she was just thinking that she, this was another gotcha where she could catch him in another lie. Right, and I, I, I don't think she could care less if he's actually going to work. But I the same, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so he says, he's like, "Did you go to college? Did you go for energy and cooling?" And he's like, "Yes, I did." And then y'all, she asked for receipts, <laughs> and I covered my mouth with my <sighs> hand. You might. Where's the diploma? I l- listen. I am a professional software engineer. I've worked for Fortune 500. I've worked for Fortune 10 corporations all across the country. And I've never been asked to, for some, to fucking see my diploma ever. Never. I don't know where any of mine are. That's when he produced it. I was amazed that happened. I have a scan of it from 2006 that I happened to do, and then I uploaded it to Dropbox. That's where my diploma is. <laughs> That's a really good idea. 
I mean, you. I mean, you never know. You might be dating someone that demands to see your papers. That's true. I might. Yeah. I might need to produce. Uh, that produce when they're like, I need to see your master's degree in vocal science. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they can read it. <laughs> that with the utter despair when she went, I can't read this, and it was like the indignation, like the. <laughs> Just the like disgust. I can't read this. But, what the but, fuck is this? That is that like xenophobic <laughs> colonial mindset that she has. You, what do I mean? How the nerve of this not to be an American? How, How? dare you not write a diploma in American? <laughs> that's it's just it's to a point where that's when it becomes laughable, and I I don't think. She's going to – I don't think she's been very active on social media uh, because I think she has enough, a little bit perspective to see this and say, Whoa, boy, I really acted like an asshole. <laughs> right. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. yeah. She has a little bit more self-reflection than Jasmine for sure. <laughs> God. I really – I hope you're right. Like you said on the last episode – that they do make it, and we see her come to the U.S. Can you imagine her in fucking Muskegon or no. whatever the fuck Gino is? is oh my as, God. A, as a vegan, she's like, where is your vegan options? Uh, ma'am, this is a steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> we got a salad, but it's got bacon on it. <laughs> uh, anyway, y'all... It turns out he His he diploma does. can't be accepted by Kevin's heat and cool <laughs> dot com. <laughs> this is worthless. Oh Jesus. Oh, man. I, I still say but I, I can't read this was my favorite line of the of the night. Definitely. It's so great. Um, so bad. And and the sister is sitting there laughing because to her, this is absurd. And everyone that's the thing. I think Memphis will realize when she's she I mean, she hasn't before yet has realized that she's looking like a clown uh, uh, right now. It's just so I I don't I wonder I wonder I I went really interested to see how she acts the tell all because she has definitely gotten the clown edit uh, this season. Now she's done it all, so she's earned it. So we'll see. Um, I, mean, I mean, she had an entire scene where she was taking a shit. <laughs> So she's definitely the season's clown. <laughs> it's a, I by can't the way, believe that happened. Like, that happened. She took that, a shit on happened. camera. That happened, and it was at least a minute. You would have to. You would. I would have to be. I. I would have to be not just dying of a stomach flu, but uh, you'd have to have a gun to my head to make me take a shit on camera. I'm. I'm telling. I don't. And I don't. And I wouldn't do it. I would just sit there and well, like your body, you, would see, you would seize up. Yeah, there'd be. I wouldn't do it. I absolutely would not do it. Um, I, I would. I would be remiss if I also didn't mention that. Just Muslim men in general have not gotten a good rap on this show. No, they have not. Not nope. not not good looks. Um, no, nope. I guess I guess Ziad is kind Ziyed of a fan got the favorite. Best. Yeah, but. But especially Aladdin, like Muhammad, yeah. Hamza is a mama's boy. He's a man child. He's yeah. a man child. He had he had like 
Timmy the Tonka fucking sheets. <laughs> I don't even know. I my my son's old. I don't remember anything anymore. But no, he he he's like he, Bob the Builder pillow. He acts like a he acts like a kid uh, too, and he's been babied by his mom. Uh, and <sighs> I think this is what happens when you look for people on TikTok to date. Um, or if he, if he ever gets to the U.S. This is going to be an absolute disaster because she's going to wind up being his mom, and she works, and she has two kids, and she works her ass off. How how is this? What, what's the practical reality of this actually going to be? It's crazy. If 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 they make it, I'll be very I fucking shocked. quit. I fucking quit because my 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 sense of reality is just so broken. I know how could how could I do this podcast anymore? I called this ninety day DOA on episode one, uh, and like I called uh, Johnny and Ella, um, yeah. but yeah. I think this is a I I think I think people people in our Facebook group were saying that that he he would really want to come to America, so that's the reason, and and she would be okay with that. But I. I'm pretty horrified by by their relationship um in general. But yeah, the, the Muslim men it's it's not been good. Ziad has been Ziad's only is, has the only one who's gotten a good edit really, I think. And, and um, even the first season, do you remember him almost getting into a fist fight because some guy was looking at her at yeah. the hookah bar? It started off bad too. Um yeah, the, the the our 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 American cameras kind of just tell a lot of that show they tell what 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 uh what people in the middle of the country and other places want to see of of foreigners. Right. Yeah. Um y'all, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. 
I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have 
of hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners, we know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you, so no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself. Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. And we're back. Um... Let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's talk about Caleb and Alina. Uh, everyone's favorite internet personality right now. <laughs> Alina. Woo! Uh, if you she's, she's been, gonna she's gonna sweep the webbies. Yeah. If you have been in a Kimmy Schmidt style bunker, you might not know that <laughs> Alina has done her own um kind of chaos tour of social media. Some people found some posts uh, a while back and, and some that she had reposted very recently. Um, or and some you, likes. You, what's funny about this is if she had not reposted. I know. I know. It, this may have never come out or, no. or if it did, it would have been, it would have been a much different apology tour. Do you remember when that bachelorette, or bachelor contestant was at the fucking plantation party yes the it was like a fraternity something with with plantation dresses and things like that yeah the apologists that came out of the woodwork for that Mm -hmm. there were were, oh my god and it's the same shit here but she reposted it 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 what people 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 were trying to her her army, her army of apologists were really trying because I think I said on the earlier episode, she's the victim of this season. So everyone loves uh and and part of it, we've talked about this on our podcasts, uh, that one of the one of the big reasons people people tend to infantilize people who are smaller like that. Right. And infantilize their disabilities. So immediately she becomes something to protect for a lot of people, not everybody, but so she had, she was universally loved and Caleb was universally hated. And and I think in a way he should be hated on his own merits. Oh yeah. (laughs) Not in relation to her. Um, But it's, so if you guys don't know what happened, basically she said the N word in a, in a, in a myriad of ways, uh, in a myriad of spellings, uh, to to refer to a party she was going to this this party has everything or blah blah blah. Kyle can elucidate more than me probably of it. I try to stay away from all that fucking shit. Um, but she basically said, and when people called her out on it, she said, "But I was raised. I'm I'm from Russia, and so I don't know all the 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 eccentricities of language and why that's bad." You also studied in the U.S. for a while. So, also, it's that that's not that's not enough of an apology. Instead There's, of saying, yeah. "I'm saying," the thing about you guys, what what boggles my brain 
is the fact that she did make excuses about it and she never really gave a full apology. It's just, it was just, you say, I'm so sorry. There was no reason for me to ever use that term. Full stop. That's it. I don't, I can't stay. I, I should never say that word. It doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. I apologize for everyone to everyone that I hurt from that. And, uh, and I'll never do it again. Full stop. Instead, she did the old, I'm sorry you were offended. Yep. Like she really, like she really, like she really went there and (sighs) she made excuses for herself. And so did Elijah. So, so did Caleb. All three of them. I had not seen Caleb's version. I did see Elijah's. Caleb's version is the same old story and maybe a slightly less offensive, but still tone deaf. I know her. It's fine. I know she didn't feel that way. I mean, you didn't read it, but that's basically like (laughs) literally what he said. Alina doesn't have a racist bone in her body. Yep. Yep. And uh, that completely misses the point, obviously. Yep. It's... I said this on our podcast, but people have this strange idea that um, you there's you're not racist unless you're literally at a Klan rally, right? And 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 you're 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 burning a cross on someone's lawn. When you do (laughs) racist things, that's a leading indicator that you might be at least a little bit racist, like a little at at least a soupçon racist. Yeah. Yeah. uh, just dipping your toe into being racist and and <laughs> or or even even at the very least you are ignorant of of what sh- of how that word has been used and you admit that you were you were being racist with things like that when you were saying it at the very least um but she decided not to do that she And by the way she took racist. she took 4 days to That's say right. that she took oh. four days to say that, and she's she took four days to say it about a single n bomb that was dropped on her mm-hmm. repost. This most recent one, which I believe came out yesterday, which was dug up from Russian Facebook, is uh, I mean, I think there's got to be like fucking ten. There's like ten. <sighs> yeah, and it was spelled all different types of ways to just and, and made, then, almost like a taunt. And then she, she, uh, what wasn't, what, what, what hasn't been widely circulated was something one of our Russian listeners was kind enough to translate, which was she asked the proprietor of this, um, super, super cool event, do, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm uncomfortable even saying it, but like she asked them if certain people get in for free and fill in the fucking blank <sighs> with what she Christ. was actually saying. And the the strangest part, I, I don't even know, like. This just boggles my mind. Yeah. The people that organized the fucking N word party replied to her message and said yes african african americans can enter for free <gasps> like oh even they like even they wouldn't like like i don't I mean. <laughs> even they were like let's not go that far even we have standards here i, I but, mean 
it's it's troll behavior, plain and simple. It's racist troll behavior, and it is it is apologizing, or it's not not apologizing for any responsibility in the matter. And this person, you can see by her behavior on the show, she has tons and tons of enablers in her life. Absolutely, they will she's always she's take never, up for her. Oh, she, she. I think that all these people around her. Her, her handlers, if you will, have done her no favors None. by being this yes man posse. Yeah, that's I guarantee you, Kyle, everyone she surrounds herself with is that. Yeah. Is like Elijah that says, uh, you are the queech, you are the queen beach. Uh, um, and just uh, threw up in my mouth. <laughs> And, and, you know, I got to say, Elijah, or I, or as I referred to him back uh, last past podcast, a actual pyramid of just rolled up drag race, drag race quotes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah, come on, come through Grand Bazaar. Just like, or just like a random drag but, but race. But like seven or eight, se- but seven or eight seasons ago. Yeah, it's like drag. It hasn't come to that part of Russia yet. They've only right. seen through season four. Um, right. And uh, yeah, it's this is this is what happens when you are raised on Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> that's your only. That's your only understanding of the entire culture. Yes, uh, but he, he's. He's an enabler. And uh, so, yeah. So, you guys, if you don't know, that, that's what's going on. Uh, we're, we're all talking about how to handle this. Uh, and we'll hope, hopefully, it sucks. It's, I'm not saying poor us, but it sucks. We were talking about this. It makes everything joyless. And, right. and right. We, we like to talk about these people because it brings us joy to to kind of have fun and talk about the craziness that's there. This is joyless. And we cover, we, we cover nine, like we, yeah, like our, our shows cover 90 days specifically because it's fun. Yeah. And, and exactly. you know, if it, if it wasn't, you know, your show is reality gaze. Our show is reality. Cray cray. We can cover other shit. Yeah. You know, totally. we're not, we're not, we're not married. It like, forever to 90 day yeah. and, and after we past, after we renamed our show now that when discovery tried to sue us <laughs> yeah. everything's fine now in 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 the past when we've stopped talking about people it's because like that i think that word encapsulates it perfectly talking about them became joyless i mm-hmm. don't want to talk about someone that has pending charges that he beat the absolute fuck out of his ex-girlfriend nope. that's not nope. fun for me and guess what Guilty as hell. I don't want to talk about someone that's a sexual predator that I heard a tape of him emotionally (sighs) abusing someone. I don't want to talk about him. And for for, with Alina, it's getting to that point, not because like I think it's important to understand. I'm not sitting here trying to say that I am personally offended as because I'm I'm the whitest person ever. But I have friends that I really care about. Yeah, (laughs) I have. Yeah. I have friends that I really care about that I've made through this podcast that are emotionally affected by this situation. And that makes me want to not talk about her anymore. Exactly. Because even, even, even having a conversation is painful. And I know most, I know those people, most of them are going to skip 
the talking about her, which is fine. But Kim and I have made the decision that we're just not going to talk. We're going to cut her out of our public episodes, which is 95% of the people that listen. So, and, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that... Yeah, it's going to be I enough. Think, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean, it, you know, it's it's really hard. I but again, like you said, you don't need to be you don't need to feel bad for the you know woe is me podcasters. But no, no, we'll no, we'll figure don't. it out. We'll figure it out. We're, we're going to figure gonna it do, out too. We're going to do what's what's best for our community of listeners. We're probably going to move away from talking about her. Yeah, um, I, I feel like uh, it's, it's inevitable. It, I was waiting till I saw everything. This last post, what I saw today, I was just. I, I try to avoid the gossip if I can. And and then it gets to a point where I just get so many messages about it. And I'm like, I we can't do this. This is joyless. I it's and also she represents something that we are finally opposed to. Of course. Um and, and I'm I'm not we're not sitting here as if we're gonna make some kind of massive cultural impact by not nope. talking about Alina. It, I think it for me, it really is that I do this for fucking fun. Yeah. And exactly. And, it's not about uh, yeah. canceling someone. It's not about and it's not, it's for us, it's about like that's what we did when we were when we said we're not gonna talk about Ed anymore. Uh it was it was about we're not going to we're not gonna talk about someone who who talks this way and two women this way and who is a sexual predator and we're not going to condone it. And also we're just not going to give it airtime. It's so yeah. it's not, his name's not, we don't have to have his name in our mouths. And it, for Ed, yeah. for Ed and Alina, it's so clear that they had an agenda to go on this show. hundred percent. They want, it's, it's all clout chasing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people, even from the first, when we were kind of charmed by her, I was like, she, "Yeah, but she's just she's just looking for fame." It was it was obvious. Um, she wants you to buy her single, like literally day one after her uh, debut on the show. She's on Reddit posting the full link to her music video, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you're so fucking funny!" And, and that's and, the worst and thing. It worked. She ruined, and it worked. She ruined my pussy's got Wi-Fi for me. I know. And you know. I know. That song is four minutes and 21 seconds. <laughs> like it is like Ace of Bay said, now that's Euro trash. <laughs> They're like, we, we, I know people called us that this is Euro trash. Yeah. That's what the, that's, that's what, that's what their music reminds me of is Ace of Bass. Um, but it, but at least there was that time and a place for Ace of Bass. There is, there's the BFF band sadly needs to go away. Um, I think I just, I just have this fear that we're going to see BFF band on bears all in like a year. Oh, why are they doing this? Yeah. And and we were talking before the show, y'all, we don't think TLC is going to do a damn thing. <laughs> no, no, don't they, hold your breath. They have no social responsibility. They have no decency. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> not even about social responsibility. It's like they they kicked off uh, baby girl Lisa when she said the n word in a tell all at the tell all at the tell all in a place with other people that could have been broadcast. That's did the only they reason. ever? Did they ever even release a statement no. about the Dugers? No, I don't think so. They never. I mean, yeah, they canceled the show, 
Yeah. Great. That's like the fucking bare minimum. But that was, but that was uh, optics. That's why. They didn't even, oh. they didn't even like put out a press release. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, y'all again, like we said before, the reason why we're probably not going to talk about her is it's joyless and it's not, it's not fun. It's not fun to listen to. We could, we could, I'm sure Kyle and I could basically go off on things we hated for an, right. for an hour. I, I hate a lot of things, but after a while, it's not fun anymore. Um, that pod, we, we tried that podcast idea. It didn't work. <laughs> Um, so I mean, the, the only thing, the, the only thing that I enjoyed about this after all that, we, and when I watched the episode, by the way, the, the most recent shit had not come out, but the only thing I really enjoyed was Caleb talking about how he was, he's really good at sex and he's used to sex. Yeah. But being with a little person feels like a virgin. I enjoyed that. He's like, it's like you're a virgin again. Um, and there was so you guys if you had not had not watched or you need to be reminded they fucked um and i just gotta say this um i'm probably going to hell uh i may edit this out (laughs) i have to say it's burning a hole in me you know that feeling uh kyle um oh i torture kim with that type of shit all the time yeah when they did the new opening uh, of her, him holding her right. now, the, the yeah. shot, I'm like, it looks like that motherfucker is going to drink a glass of water and she's going to say the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hell. I'm, I'm there. <sighs> because mm. it, it really did. It's like, hey there. Uh, <laughs> hey there, Slappy. I'm talking hey, about Exactly. Hey there. Hey there, Mr. Slappy. Hey there, Miss Elena. What you got to say to you? I don't know. How about talking about the (laughs) N-word? Today's letter is N, kids. (laughs) It's just like they did her. They did them dirty when they showed the picture of her grabbing onto his leg. And to me, this is even worse with him carrying her. Yeah. No, it got worse. It's so bad. Again, y'all, you can send your letters to me. Uh, I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm 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 used to the mail of 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 someone saying I can't believe you said that, and I'm like, and I'd say it again. Um, Do you so- think that Colob genuinely wants her to to just come all over the place, or is he like <laughs> the the biggest problem that I have with Colob is that it feels like everything he does is performative. It is. That is 100% the biggest issue of his. He knows he's on television. I think that is part of his... I think that's how, that's how he's decided he's going to go through this television world, is letting gonna, in I'm the gonna audience. Write, yeah, I'm going to write down the exact thing to say to make it look like I'm good at fucking. So when I get back to Arizona, I'm going to be... I'm just going to have a smorgasbord of tail. I, I think that's part of it. I, I, and I, I don't think he's really that into her. However, no, he does not I don't think want so to all. be the asshole. Right. Who, exactly. So the whole, the whole thing is a sympathy. Let you down easy. It um, reminds me of, it reminds me of Mike, um, Mike and Natalie. <gasps> yes. Like Mike, Mike 
his entire game plan for being on the show was to not look like a dick. Yep, and, 100%. And, and all he did was just avoid issues, run away. As long as he wasn't the one that ended it, then he feels like he could come off like a hero. And Kalib is going into this show, okay, how do I not look like a dick? Don't look like a dick. Don't look like right. a dick. Don't be a dick. And Don't say that. Yeah, can't say that. Oh, shit, can't say that. Uh, yeah, sex was um, different. Is that okay, everyone? Different? Is that okay? Uh, now, I've just got to also say, and if you're listening to this and you you don't agree with what I'm saying, you're a liar. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. If you didn't, when he's like, yeah, there were a lot of interesting positions, everyone fucking out there pictured the positions they would do and what they would do. All of you yeah. did it. <laughs> You all was yeah. like, was it kind of a situation where was was he holding her? I, I won't go into it, but he's like, you know, your size just kind of throws into a monkey wrench into it. And I'm like, oh, that's one of the positions they did last night. The monkey wrench. The monkey like, wrench. Yeah. Grabs her. The rear view window, the the sprinkler, all of it. They they did all this, the, the specific situations. So I'm saying now, if you said you didn't picture it, you're a liar. You did. <laughs> you all you're and you're sick. You're all yeah. perverts. You're all sluts yeah. by what I'm talking about it. I know doing the St. Petersburg pile driver. Come on. <laughs> you know they're doing all that shit. Oh, the um <laughs> the red square. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all of it, all of it. The Just... ma- the, the macro measure. Yes. Uh, all of it. The mm. uh, the the um, the the Magnum PI that was from the condoms. Oh yeah, the, the yeah. Chan- you gotta the, gotta do all of it. The Chandler um, Chow down. <laughs> the, y'all, there's so many positions that they did. Uh, so there. Anyway, it's this, and there's this idea that they have to keep. He keeps talking about it and having sex with her in such a way that he's like, you can see him. His head is just full of ways. How do I, Kyle, you nailed it. How do I not sound like an insensitive asshole or a dick? How do I do this? And and how how do I come off like I actually care about her pleasure? And it, it just felt so... You know, on, like, I, it occurs to me, like, I've been watching him now for six episodes, and I keep thinking, like, God, like, is he is he a real human? Like, is this really how he works? I, I think he, it's it's all for the cameras. Yeah. And and it's a like people people are saying, oh, it's more of a serial killer vibe. I'm like, I don't think that's it. No, I, I just I keep expecting him to just bust out an acoustic guitar in bed and just play her a melody shirtless. And I just don't think there's a lot there. The the desperation of Caleb comes from him trying to make himself deeper with tarot cards and spirituality. Right. That that yeah. is that is that is the and I'm not saying those aren't wonderful things for people who like them, but that is for him a att- attempt to be deep. And it's it's, uh, it's it's I'm going to pick a personality out of a fucking yep. uh, fedora and <laughs> this is this is who a I beanie. am now. Don't a you want a human wanna... beanie? Don't you want to have sex with me? Ugh. 
Um, so he, um, she's still very upset because he doesn't want to talk about our future. Um, I think, is this day three or day four? <laughs> Maybe it's a little bit longer. I but. don't see. I mean, look. I mean, the the recent shit has overshadowed this, obviously. Yeah. But you know, nobody's talking about how big of a red fucking flag this would be if if the genders were reversed. Or that we we've been saying I mean? that too. Like, yep. Okay. So you have sex once, and now you want to talk about long term? Like you're a fucking walking stereotype of of a desperate person. Yeah. It's the the idea of pressuring him to have sex the first night or that it's people would be up in arms if the genders were reversed. It just and, and even in you in every aspect of their story, it's that way. You know, Ed, uh, Ed did the same shit. Yep. You see what happened with good reason. Um, so they are uh, <laughs> There, uh, he says, and being intimate with her only really opened our relationship more. Oh, uh, wow. That impression was fucking dark. <laughs> P- no, dude, people's skin is... Uh. The, the, oh, that, that's my straight guy voice. Uh, with apologies to straight men everywhere. The my my, skin, like, my um, skin was about to exit my body and leave the area. Wow. That was, that was phenomenal. Yeah. Thank you. That that's, it's what's what he sounds like. It's like every creepy guy you've ever been stuck, stuck by at a a bar when all your (laughs) friends are doing something else. Um, and you you get to talk to that guy. Do you like my goatee? (laughs) You know, once, uh, I uh, I was really really been like I liked him before, but I've really gotten into fish more recently, and I can really I can take off their lyrics and just listen to the music, and that's how I'm really enjoying them lately. You Ugh. know, I I wasn't gonna come out tonight, but then I drew the hermit card and figured that was <laughs> the sign that I need to come out and just meet new people. He's awful. Ugh. So they're meeting they're um they're meeting up with Elijah. Who he's like, morning, dude. How rude you call me, dude. Um, I basically, in our show in Chicago, I basically had him drinking that teacup, and I posed in weird sec in, in weird ways for about four minutes. And we, I did, I made a bit of about just posing <laughs> as Elijah. And I realized, and people in the audience like, what's going on? Who <laughs> listened to the live podcast? What are you doing? I'm like. I'm just walking weird and doing my face in weird, like who me gestures. <laughs> that was, that was Elijah. Um, and so they're looking, they're looking the, the Turkish delights and uh, Caleb goes off because production tells him, tells them to. Um, do you hear him? He was trying to sell it to, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go uh, look at something gonna, over there. I go poop. Exactly. And so he's like, spill the tea, bitch, and other things, Drag Race says. Uh, Tell me what happened, and, Queech. Yeah, Queech. And she's like, I took a ride on his disco stick. And he's like, yes. Uh, and then he's like, so what do you think? She's like, I really so want gonna him to get, be more serious. Yeah, you're going to get married now? Right? What is, the, the, think of this provincial like ways of so now what's going to happen now that you've had sex have you trapped him yet <laughs> it is amazing are you on birth control 
No, none of those maybe, questions. Maybe that's none of those next, questions. Maybe that's the next piece of drama. Oh God, can you imagine? <sighs> We're gonna definitely talk about birth control later. Uh, so <laughs> he is, and she's like, maybe I should tell him that I've been staying with my ex. I've been living with my ex, and I'm just kind of like, would he be upset by this? I doesn't seem like he has a lot of uh, strict boundary rules like that. Um, he, now he if she was. was fucking him like he was he was balls deep into some chick with dreads like the Mm -hmm. day before he got on the plane 100 (laughs) percent and and, and, like honestly i feel like he would be relieved me too yeah that's the thing i think both of she thinks he's puritanical and he thinks she's ready to settle down like it's it's a it's they're obviously not getting along and talking um but i don't know what do you think do you do you have i i I don't think they're together right now i Um, think that they left as friends yeah and i say that because they're doing they were i don't know if they're doing it anymore uh but they were doing cameos together when the season started but but it, it's it's if they're not together, they've done a really good job of keeping it close to the vest, which doesn't seem to be Alina's strong suit. So I no. don't think that they're I don't think that they're romantically together. No. Um. So y'all, uh, Alina's probably not very long for the podcast. Just so you know, uh, we'll find more about that later. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be another posting. I th- these things don't end well. Let's just say that. They don't. Um, finally, a little joy. Kyle, are you ready to go to Panama? Panama. We're going to Panama. Good now, boy. <laughs> I've always thought that Panama is spelled P-A-N-U-H-M-U-H. <laughs> it's Panama. P-I- it's P-I-N. Pan- yeah. 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 Panama. Panama. Um, Panama. And uh, we're going to the gym, and she's still pissed off about not about getting that toothbrush, y'all. <laughs> That's that hadn't happened, and he's still wearing those god awful sandals. I know and... when I piss off my wife, I follow her to the gym. <laughs> and she's in- like, "You fucking sandals. waste of space! Get out of my ass!" <laughs> she basically looks at him and is like, "Can you not fucking talk to me? <laughs> like, oh. what are you doing?" Is that a set? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, and she's like, then she says, this is the thing. She's not Jasmine, y'all, isn't subtle. Though. She's like, yeah, I'm used to working out alone. Uh, but she says, but I've now that now that you're here, I'll sell you. I was not happy with the gift you've given me. And you can make it up to me with the following. The following. A four-day so- trip to an island, and you're going to pay. And it's twenty five hundred dollars, y'all. And of course, Gino's like, "Well, well I don't know uh, how I'm going to do it." That I mean, you know, we, we could have talked. It is cheaper, way cheaper than any other trip you've taken with the other woman. Those bitches. <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, I'll do it. Obedient. That's how I like it. Good boy. Obedient. Obedient." <laughs> 
Can you imagine? Can you imagine how uncomfortable we would be if Gino was the dom in this relationship? Oh, and he's like, oh, stand, he's like sitting there being like obedient. Oh, <laughs> oh, we would be absolutely horrified. It'd be unwatchable. It would be yeah. absolutely unwatchable. But because Jasmine uh. is a cartoon, um, this this episode, she. It got a little more unhinged, so it didn't didn't yeah, feel little. as funny. Yeah, just a yeah. little, just a little. Yeah. Um, so you know, Jasmine basically says, in a moment of clarity, and also like she's saying something kind of reasonable. That's my favorite thing about her is that she can communicate in a way. She's like, you know, do you know all I really want is for you to set fire to all the stupid shit <laughs> that's in your house, and then I'll Gino. be happy. My only request is to burn <laughs> down your home to the fucking ground, and then I will not kill you. Oh, and in your walls, I don't want those colors. Who picked those colors? Red and baby blue? Uh, and all I could think of is your sports bra is blue and your lipstick is red. <laughs> right. Right. And so she's like, well, I kind of like them. And he's like, he, he, he's afraid to say bad things about his ex probably because she is probably still in his life. And oh, he's, he, she's fucking texting her Jasmine's nudes. Yes. Oh, that's, so that's that, that, so they're friends. That's what, that's what I saw that, but I didn't keep reading. So that's, that, that's the story about that. I, so I'm not, that's, speculation uh-huh. my understanding is that the woman that he's sending jasmine's nudes to was another sugar baby, uh, sugar baby that he met on seeking arrangement got it because of course he was on seeking arrangement oh yeah oh yeah. he has hundreds of people it seems like that he's interacted with on there <laughs> so she's basically saying uh, I deserve to pick out the colors because, and this is one of the greatest lines, and it's, it's so sad that this is beeped out, because in a few days, I have sucked your cock more than she ever did in seven years. <laughs> it's a I mean, telenovela line. losing Ooh. my fucking shit at that point. And I also love that in her mind, the thing that really drove her the edge is putting herself in the place where she's eating breakfast, looking at the paint. Yes. Like that's it's, it, it's eating. There's something unique about breakfast that really <laughs> angers her. It's like, she would rather wipe his brain like Westworld style that he'd never been with <laughs> anyone know. else again. I know. Uh, and, and the thing is, if you actually liked him, then you would, understand that past relationships are a part of people's personality like every relationship that we have changes us a little bit she wants to be the only one that's desired and if she's not if she's if there's more than one she can't actually handle it she's she's actually the biggest snowflake ever the worst part about this is that she's the one that brought this up Yes, she brought it up, and then she continues to like. I was I was talking to this with Kim. Like, have you ever uh, just thought in your own mind about a conflict, and you start fighting with an imaginary person, and you start getting actually angry? Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like that. It's like she she made up this demon, and now she's going to slay it, and it's Gino's fault that she made it up. 
Yeah, she's like, why do you, why do you, you know the wall colors make me crazy. And now everyone's going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> oh, and Gino's just sitting there like this. So, uh, can we go to yeah. dinner now? Can we have more sex? On. Yeah, can, can we, we have, have some more? Can you suck my cock again? Um, so she breaks down crying, talking about it's so painful. And uh, she keeps can't get over the colors. Like, the dog, tell me he likes those colors. He knows he I get mad about the color. That. Told me he liked the color. And it, it is, you know, look, I'm not blaming the victim here. But it's been four days. It has. You would not a lot of time. Let's be let's be fair, but you would think by now, Gino is is dumb, but he really wants to have his cock sucked more. Yeah, and that seems to be the main motivation on before the ninety days. Mm -hmm. You would you would you would think that he could just say he he doesn't even have to. He doesn't have to say that he hates the colors. All he has to say is, "You can pick whatever fucking color you want." It, it, isn't it interesting? And I think that's his, and I think, I think it has to do with two things that he's somehow, he either has some kind of financial arrangement with his ex or he is so cheap <laughs> that he can't think about spending <laughs> any more money. Like 2,500 bucks. I'm not repainting shit. Yeah, and so it it is weird, and I think finally he's learned because he did say it's like now I know that I'm going to say no, no, Jasmine, I don't like the color on the walls, and then that's what I'm going to answer, and hopefully she's going to be okay with that. Obedient, um, <laughs> obediente, obediente, as she like says, uh, and he, she then she just walks out and says, well. I think I'm going to leave tomorrow. And um, he's like, what can we do about this? It's too late. It's too late. You go and call that bitch. And you, know, you live, you live <laughs> you with her. You go call her. Right. Yeah. And she says, you're not allowed to say anything about your exes ever. Sure. Make <laughs> sure. That totally. Yeah, fine. Uh, and, and then this is, the mo- this is what we call on our show moving the goalposts. When uh, you get something that you want. You then now usually you don't do it in the next breath. <laughs> that was this was kind of the problem. She gave herself away. She's like, okay, good. So, what if I lied to you? Anyways, um, <laughs> what if? <laughs> Anyways, you see those pills that's sitting there? Those are my birth control pills. And he's like, and then this is the way of moving a goalpost. She's like. We're not having a family right now. And she knows because she has kind of humiliated him to doing what she wants and using sex and sucking his dick like a Hoover. And I'm sure she's fabulous at, or maybe he just doesn't know what a good BJ is. But uh, I'm telling you, okay. Uh, I mean, can you imagine? Both of those combined, it's just. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Yellowstone over there. So he's, he's, she's like, are you, she, then she says, are you disappointed? Like, <laughs> that was my favorite thing. He's like, are you disappointed? Is that sad? Yeah, a little bit. And, and then she says, you know, Gino's like, you know, she really showed me a side of her that, uh, 
kind of frightened me. <laughs> and 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 he still says that he's disappointed that they're not pregnant right now. It's that's so how much of a up. fucking moron that he is. Yeah, it's it's interesting. He he was always he was always just a goon and uh, that we were going to just make fun of the whole time. Now, with with all the sugar baby stuff, now he's just coming like just be a pig and she he deserves her. Just a dick pig. Just a, di- a filthy dick pig. I'm a dick oh pig. Oh my god. He um, he's um he does he doesn't look like as I was watching this I honestly was thinking god she's she is emotionally abusing him right she now. Is. And, she and is manipulating him and and I I don't think that he deserves it for the things that he's done. I mean look, I mean he could do anything really and he wouldn't yeah, deserve not- it. But but it's hard it's still hard to to get to this place where I have this overwhelming sense of empathy for him. Yeah. He, he hasn't earned that. He hasn't earned that from what we've seen. And if anything, it's just detracted. Um, he's, he had a creeper vibe from moment one. Yeah. It's those guys who always wear their hats. It's got like a Papa Plath vibe for him, for me. Um, uh, who Maddie once said was attractive and I will never forgive him for that. (laughs) God. Think about that. How disgusting oh, no. is that? I know. I know. Oh no. He now admits he now admits he was mistaken. I'm blaming some type of like uh infected mosquito mental infection. Did uh, he have COVID? I don't know. Some something was wrong. There was a brain brain bleed or something. I don't know. Um COVID uh, fog's but, real. I'm, I mean I believe it. Me. I yeah. believe it. Um but y'all I think that's the show. Kyle, thank you so much for jumping in uh, and talking about this this mess. This is so much fun. Um, Y'all, listen to 90 Day Cray Cray. Uh, Our shows are very different, and you're going to get lots of different takes. Uh, Kyle and Kim are some of the smartest and most – and just. And just and they 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 discuss things and you can tell they care about them and they're they're trying to they're like us they're trying to understand these people um, and <laughs> and also it's a dangerous game sometimes it is it is and y'all check out D sides that Kyle that's Kyle and Kim's documentary podcast and when does that like every two weeks when does that come out Typically, or when you guys want to put one out <laughs> right now we're on about a once a month cadence. Got it. And D size is a Patreon tier upgrade for us. So if you're already if you already listened to us, you can just upgrade. If you've never listened to us before, by all means check out our show. And if you really like it and you want to hear something a little more serious about some really interesting documentaries, you can you can just sign up there. It's a couple bucks. Yeah. We actually have in our Facebook group has a little subgroup called Documentary Sissies. So y'all, awesome. you definitely need this. Uh, because because I always see they're talking about the newest documentary they saw. Because also with streaming platforms, there's an, there's so many documentaries out there. Oh, there's always a dozen choices at minimum that just right. came out this month. Yeah. Ooh. So you guys, uh, thank you so much. We will be back. One thing I need to tell you at the very end of this, the next episode will be late because it'll be the live show we'll be doing in New York. So uh, I'll be putting out something on the Patreon about that and probably a little little episode to say, don't email me and ask me when the next episode's coming out. <laughs> I love all you, but it makes me want to kill you. Um, 
So, but we'll, we'll be doing that at our live show on the 28th and 29th in New York City, which every time I say that, I still have to go, New York City! <laughs> that tells you how old I am. So, uh, anyway. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. We'll also be at the Crappies, Watch What Crappens Awards on the 27th. So, you will be there as well. Come to the Crappies. Uh, we talked a lot about crap earlier on the podcast as well. Um, so Kyle, thank you again. And you guys be safe out there. Uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for having me. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.